Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. I'm Sadie. Oh my gosh, that silence is actually so haunting. And the emptiness that you're feeling in your hearts and your ears right now is because that's the part of the podcast where Mar usually says, and I'm Mar. Um, but today's just me, you guys. I'm rocking a solo episode. Um, I was going to say, unfortunately, but it's it's fine. It's going to be great. Um, basically, Mar went on her merry little holiday, as did I. I came back, but she didn't. <laughs> okay, so she is stuck in Pennsylvania right now. Um, I actually think she's flying home tomorrow. I don't know. She got stuck. Her flight got changed and through no fault of her own, she is having a few extra days on holiday. So I am going to do a solo episode for you guys, which hope you love. Sorry, it's just me. Um, I will try to keep you entertained. But um, honestly, it's kind of a jump scare doing this by myself because Joel just set up a microphone and left me with it. And I feel very powerful. I feel like I have... um, I could say whatever I want, which is probably why this is a, I don't do a solo podcast. This is why we do it together because I feel, I feel like I have too much power right now. Um, so guys, I hope your holiday was great. Mine was, mine was really fun. I went to Phoenix. Um, this was going to be the episode where we catch you up on our holidays because I don't know how Mars went. I was going to tell you about mine, but, um, yeah, I went to Phoenix and it was a blast. We saw my family, my husband's family and, definitely so funny being back um when you've moved away like it's a strange feeling um but it was really really good I loved all the sunshine I felt bad I kept trying to make people like sit in the sun or be in the sun as much as possible um because I'm a Washington girly and I need I need the sunshine I was pale so freaking pale um, but yeah, my holiday was really great. I hope you guys was too. And today we are doing a, another episode of our Everything But The Book series. Uh, if you're new to the show, this is basically just like a mini suggestion series where instead of reading a full book, we listen to some interviews, read some articles, and kind of look at a book that we might have heard a lot about or are interested in. It just gives us more opportunity to like learn and um get some new book ideas. So this one, you guys, I'm sorry. This is why this needed to be a dual episode or a regular episodes with Mar because you guys, it is a fantasy YA that we are talking about today, which if you listen to our episode on A Court of Thorns and Roses, I was just not the biggest fan of, and I hate being that girl. Like I, it's not cute to be the girl that's like, I don't like the book everyone else likes. That's annoying, but I can't help myself. Um, but this is an EBTV, so I have not read it, so we don't know if we like it or not. But this is the book called Shadow and Bone. Um, it's by Leigh Bardugo, and it's the first book in a trilogy. It's like a YA fantasy trilogy. Um, I think it came out back in 2012, so it's an older book for sure. Um, but for it got so popular. Like This book has almost a million ratings on Goodreads, which is a lot. Like I looked up a couple other more famous books, um, more well-known books, I guess, um, outside of a fantasy genre. And very, very few books have even close to that number. And even like some of the New York Times bestselling books, like they don't even have that many reviews. Um, It has like 82,000 ratings. 
So it's just, it's like very popular right now. It's a trendy book. So that's why we picked it. We were kind of curious. We're like, why is it doing so well? Um, And I'm always curious, like when something like this is an older book, why did it resurface? Like, why did it get so popular again? And it is because in April of 2021, Netflix did a series on it. So right now there's two seasons out um, and it's nominated for an Emmy this year, which honestly, that probably sold me into maybe reading this book more than the actual description of the book. Um, But let me give you a little, let me give you a little reading about what the plot of this book is. Okay. says, having grown up in Duke's orphanage in Ravka, after the border wars ravaged her hometown, first person narrator Alina Starkov is a junior cartographer's assistant. Oh, a cartographer is like a map maker. Um, so she's a junior cartographer's assistant with the King's Army. Ooh. Her childhood best friend and fellow orphan Mal Orstev, Orstev has also joined the Army as a talented young tracker. Okay, so they're both in the Army. They are both preparing for their first trip across the infamous Shadowfold, an expanse of impossible darkness cutting off the nation from essential supplies. Okay. The Fold is home to the monstrous Volcra, gruesome winged creatures that prey on human flesh. Disgusting. Um, okay, though crossing the fold is necessary for trade, survival is not guaranteed. Plain, sickly, and not even a great map maker, Alina has a spunky personality that covers up her insecurity and loneliness. Aw. In contrast, Mal is charismatic and popular. His flirtations with the other girls are a source of pain for Alina. Oh, boy. Okay, so it's like a cutie little uh, girl that is insecure who has a crush on a freaking troll boy. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. But it sounds like he's a flirt. Um, Okay, so it causes a lot of pain for Alina, who has been in love with Mal since she was 15. Oh, my God. That's kind of cute, though. That's going to be... I like that plot line where it's like unrequited love. I feel like that's very much can set, like put you back in the way you would feel having a severe crush in your teenage years. I remember that feeling. Okay, while crossing the fold, a large flock of Volcra descend on the group. When Mal is critically wounded, Alina unknowingly releases strange powers and sends the Volcra away with a burst of light. Okay. After it is discovered that Alina is a sun summoner, she is brought before the Darkling, which is the ruthless and powerful commander of the Grisha army. Okay, the Darkling is a living amplifier and his touch makes Alina's power stronger. Okay, six. So she basically shoots sunbolts out of her arms. I don't know, maybe her fingertips. The Darkling declares Alina is Grisha. Okay, Grisha are elite soldiers with the ability to control matter. The Darkling ascends Alina to Ravka's capital under his protection to begin training. Alina's abilities are unique, comparable only to the Darkling, who is a shadow summoner and the most powerful Grisha to ever live. Wow. Okay. The Darkling tells Alina that together they can destroy the Shadowfold and save Ravka. They arrive at Ravka's capital city. Alina is thrust into the world of decadence, power, and royalty. Wait, that actually sounds pretty good. Okay, so... Interesting. So basically she finds out she has these super secret powers of summoning the sun and she's crushing on a boy who she says is her best friend. He gets her, she finds out that she has all these powers. So then they take her and make her into the army. But then I've heard also that this is inspired by Russia, like the Grisha world and um, Ravka, like the place that they live is all inspired by Russia. 
So that sounds really interesting. Wow. Okay. I'm kind of curious about it. Now I'm wondering, okay, so Ben Barnes, which is Prince Caspian, the guy that played Prince Caspian back in the day, which if you have watched that movie, girls, that is awakening for a lot of us. Okay. That movie, Ben Barnes was, he was chef's kiss in that movie. And it sounds like I'm guessing now that he plays Mal, that he plays the flirtatious boy that Alina has the crush on. But I've seen the covers of that show and it's always starring him. But it sounds like Alina is the freaking star of the show and she's a protagonist. So again, with this misogyny, why is the freaking man on the cover of the show if it's about a girl? I don't know. That is really funny to me though. Okay, I'm excited. I'm interested in this. Um, Yeah, it sounds like Lee Bardugo also, she had an interesting childhood. She was raised by her grandfather who, in her own words, was a thug from Boston. And he would teach her to like play poker and pick pockets and like all this stuff. But then he was also a very like high culture, low culture sort of guy where he also would make her read really brainy books and he would take her to the opera. So it sounded like she had like a really interesting childhood and she was born in Jerusalem, but then grew up in LA. Um, She's also half Russian, half Spanish. So I think that's maybe where some of the um, interest and the setting of her fantasy world kind of mirrors some of her own experiences. Um, Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Although I did read also that there's a humongous like feuding dispute anger right now on the internet because they canceled the the third season of the Shadow and Bone trilogy on Netflix. And so everyone has basically been watching Shadow and Bone like crazy. Like there's a whole Reddit thread of people trying to get it to one of the most top 10 watch so that they have to make a third season. You guys, I, I kind of think I'm interested in watching it. I don't know about reading it. I mean, I'm a very big proponent of like reading before watching because then you'll only ever see the characters on the show. Like you won't read the book and have your own imagination of like what they look like and everything. But I really kind of want to watch it. Um, Okay, well, this seems really interesting. I've heard the spice meter is also a zero. So that's one of the things I I kind of love and don't love. Like I like where it's romantic-esque. Like it has a subplot of romance in it, but it's not just like them taking their clothes off every five seconds for no purpose. Like it's got to have a reason, okay? I don't want to see that. I don't want to read it. I don't want to know about it unless, you know, there's some there's some significant purpose for all that going on. But you guys, this looks really interesting. Honestly, I'd be down to read it. It looks pretty good. Um, very different than the other one. I'm curious to see how it read though. It kind of reminds me of The Goose Girl by Shannon Hale. Um, that series, she has like, it's kind of like a spinoff on Grimm's Fairy Tales, but they all have these different sort of powers. Um, but And there is like a romance subplot, but it's not too heavy. And I really like those. Well, let us know if you want us to read this. I'm honestly, I'm honestly down to read this one. It does sound interesting. I think what'd be funny though, is to do a live reaction of watching it on our Instagram. I think that'd be funny. Maybe Mar and I can get together and watch it and react to it for you guys. Maybe, or just react to the reading and be funny. But hopefully I held my own on this solo episode, you guys. Hopefully it was enjoyable and we will be back together, the two of us next week. And we're going to hear all about the drama of 
Mars missed flight or whatever was going on. Why, what, what did she do for two and a half weeks in Pennsylvania? Okay. In Amish country. What did she do? Where was she? What, what were the experiences she had? We want to know it all. So we will get all that tea from her next week on a regular longer episodes, which by the way, we did a little poll on the old Instagram and you guys said you like the long episodes. You said keep talking. So guess what? We will do that. We will give you long episodes from here on out. And we will see you next week. Bye.